just make me laugh i hope they make you laugh too probably not i'm i'm the fucking idiot (laughs) everybody it is uh me your boy with me as always are the dogs i got wean dog at the end of the couch i got sadie dog uh staring at her uh on the floor trying to get her to come on up come on up sadie you can do it you can do it come on get up here get up here get up here she's doing the whole rocking back and forth like she's gonna jump up here i'm I'm done with you, Sadie. You do it or you don't do it. I don't give a fuck anymore. Uh, looking over at the cat towers, I do not see either of the cats. No idea where they are. Probably upstairs. Shitting on my bed. <laughs> uh, but hey, everybody. How was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good one? Was it? I hope it was. Today is Monday, November 28th, 2020. Dose, last Monday of the month. Hopefully it was a good one. I know it was probably the uh, first day back for a lot of you. You probably had like a, maybe a four-day weekend or whatever. Hopefully it was good. Hopefully easy day at work, easy day at school, easy day doing whatever you do. If it wasn't, if it sucked, have a beer, go to bed, wake up, tomorrow's a new day. It's the best I can offer you. I got nothing else. I can't offer you anything else. I can't. I wish I could, but I can't. If you're new to the program, uh, thanks. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you found me. I don't know why you're here. I don't know why you're listening. And uh, that that goes for the uh, old timers. There's a lot of old timers who've been listening now for a while. And fuck me if I know why the fuck they're listening. I don't. But uh, I'm Stu McAllister, your host, of the podcast, uh, I was a comedian, I was a social worker, and now, uh, everybody knows, making huge fucking mistakes in my life. Huge mistakes. <laughs> uh, I had to work today, it was not a bad day, I didn't have to be at work until 7. You gotta sleep in a little bit this morning, you gotta work at 7. Uh, for those who don't know what I do, I deliver Dibonot ice cream. I am a uh, delivery driver. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) My boss man is like, hey, just do local schools. I was like, all right, do these schools have any orders? And he's like, nope. And I hate going to schools when they don't have orders. Because a good portion of the time, these lunch ladies, they just fucking look at you like, why the fuck are you here? (laughs) And I look at them like, why the fuck am I here? Uh, but you got to play the role. You got to play the role. You just got to do it. I'm like, hey, I'm just here to check the freezer. See, how are you doing? See if you need any product. And this is a weird time of year for schools because we're right in between Thanksgiving break and Christmas break. And uh, most schools don't necessarily crush, so they don't necessarily need product. But I went and I did what I needed to do. I, I, I'm trying to... Do due diligence for my boss, right? So I hit all the fucking schools in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area. There's not a lot. Let me see. How many did I go to today? I went to uh, one. One. (laughs) I went to one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I went to eleven schools. And they aren't. 
necessarily all that near each other too so whatever i did i did what i did i have a tablet and i always have people sign the tablet even if i don't sell product I'm like hey can you sign it it's just to show my boss that i was fucking here what am i signing did i not just say this out loud to you was was i talking in my head i thought i was saying this out loud to you i'm saying Hey, if you can just sign this, even though I'm not selling you any product, if you can just sign it, it's proof to my boss that I was fucking here because my coworkers don't fucking go to places that they should. Uh, listen, I'm going to crack on ladies here, and it's only because... In the entire time that I have worked for Dots and delivered product to a school, I have yet to meet a dude who's worked in the kitchen. Now, I find that kind of insulting, that there is not a dude out there who could work in the cafeteria of a middle or high school. Why is there not any dudes? Why is there not a dude who was in the army uh, he worked for in the fucking KP duty in the army and he's retired and he's like, fuck me, man. I feel like making mediocre food for large quantities of people. Where the fuck can I do that? Oh shit, I'm going back to school. <laughs> right? There has to be one, but I've never met one. Never. It's always lunch, ladies. Why? Why is there not a lunch dude? Would you call him the lunch dude? Or would he be the lunch man? <laughs> that just sounds funny to me. Hey, lunch man! <laughs> that sounds like a superhero or something, right? Oh my God, is that Superman? Oh, worse, it's lunch man! <laughs> Oh my god, he's gonna throw sloppy Joe's ass. <laughs> Food fight! <laughs> Lunch man! <laughs> Fucking stupid. But I'm gonna say this out loud. Lunch ladies are not necessarily the brightest bulb in the bunch. And I think I've pretty much have heard them say dip and dot delivery drivers are not the smartest guys in the bunch. I'm like, well, I can't deny that. I actually, when I went to one of the schools, I can park my huge dip and dot van. It's like an Amazon van that just says dip and dots on it. I can literally park it five feet from the door. I'm wearing my dip and dot hat. I knock on the door. I ring the doorbell. They come and they answer it. I'm like, hey, I'm here to check your dip and dot freezer. Who are you? I swear to God, I want to punch the lady in the face. Can it not be more obvious, lady? The dip and dot van there. The dip and dot hat on my head. The fact that I said I'm here to check the dip and dot freezer. Does that not explain who the fuck I am? Unless you're asking for something a little more existential. And then I would just be like, I'm nobody. <laughs> Fuck. So I get done with all of it. And I'm on my way back to the warehouse. I'm on my way to ground zero. And I get a call from my boss. What's up? What time are you going to be back? I don't know, 15, 20 minutes? Oh, well, I got to talk to you about a money problem with 7-Eleven. And I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. You fucking motherfucker. We've had conversations about this before, everybody. Sometimes when I make deliveries to stops, they like to pay me in the moment. All right? I prefer it when we just bill them and we do everything electronically. I do not like to carry cash. I do not like to carry checks. Why? Why? Because I can possibly lose those things. Something can happen. And I've had these problems before with money uh, or checks turning up missing. And this is what I tell my boss, my superior, I said, 
fuck you and fuck these problems. Because <laughs> what we do is when we come back to the warehouse, the accounts receivable lady, she's got her desk there. We're just supposed to throw everything on her desk. Our invoices, our receipts, our uh, any kind of cash we might bring up, we throw them on her desk. And that's it. That's it. I'm done. I wash my hands of it. But I don't like the fact that I am putting cash or checks on her desk. Why are we not putting them like in a safe or a lockbox? How about sometimes if shit comes up missing, why aren't they looking at her? Why are you always looking at me? So I, I get very frustrated with this shit when they keep bringing it up. Because listen, you can call me many things, everybody. You can call me an asshole. You can call me a dick. You can call me a dummy. You can call me any of those fucking things. And I'll be like, okay, but if you're going to fucking call me a thief, we got some fucking problems, right? I'm not about it. And I'm trying to solve these issues. I'm trying to prevent it from them being suspicious of me because I don't want them to be suspicious of me. They can look at her, the accounts receivable lady. They can look at my fucking co-workers because they come in and out of the office area too. Maybe they're fucking looking through envelopes or whatever. I don't fucking know. So I get back to the office and I go, so there's money missing again because I'm like, fuck, let's fucking just, let's talk about this shit. And he's like, yeah, the 7-Eleven down in Kalamazoo, uh... They bought three cases, so it should have been $172. And then, for whatever reason, they wrote out a money order for $127. I was like, well, when did that happen? He was like, last week. And I was like, well, I wasn't fucking there last week. It wasn't fucking me. Why the fuck are you saying shit to me when you clearly fucking know or you should be able to figure out quickly who who fucking did it? It wasn't me. I'm like, are you not able to figure out in the goddamn tablet who did it? Because when you get into the tablet to start your day with the routes and all that shit, you're supposed to put in your name. And I always put in my name. <laughs> I don't know what my coworkers do, but I put in my name. I'm like, you can fucking figure it out. I didn't fucking do it. And you know who did it? The, my coworker who was traveling with him all fucking day, she did it. Somehow she had a moment of dyslexia and should have told them 172 and she must have said 127, which I don't understand because when I use the tablet, I show them on the tablet. I show them what they're buying and I show them how much it costs. And then I have them sign it. Fuck me, man. So it pissed me off that they're asking me this shit Hey, man, why'd you fuck up? Well, first off, I didn't fuck off. Or fuck up. I did just fuck off. (laughs) Or maybe I fucked up right there. But I didn't fuck up. God damn it. (laughs) So I got to tell you, in the 15, 20 minutes, when I'm driving back from that last school to the warehouse, I murdered everybody. (laughs) I murdered everybody in a grisly, grisly fashion. Fuck. It's good times, right? It's good times. So today, today, I uh, went and I picked up a, a clay gnome from my buddy Matt Harper, who's got a little side gig business called Barefoot Gnome. He's got a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome on Etsy, where he sells these clay gnomes. And I commissioned him, for lack of a better term, to make me a uh, Buffalo Bills gnome. And uh, for long-time listeners know I'm a big fan of the Bills. And I was like, hey, man. Hey, man. (laughs) Make me one of these bad boys. And he did. So I went and I picked it up today. And it looks fucking phenomenal. And I'm going to tell you guys, uh, if you follow me on Twitter or if you follow my Facebook fan page, you can see pictures of it. And uh, I took a picture of his uh, business card as well. And uh, I would encourage all of you guys to go check out his store, Barefoot Gnome. It's super nice. And uh, you can get yourself a a nice thing. Now, you don't have to be a Buffalo Bills fan. You can be a fan of whatever. 
And I'm sure if you're like, hey, Matt, I'm a fan of this. Do you think you can make a gnome doing this? Like, it do I suppose it doesn't even need to be sports. It could be, it could be anything. I'm sure Matt could do it. He's, I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn for him. Maybe he's like, fuck, Stu, I can't do any of that shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. But uh, definitely go check him out. You'll see it on my Twitter or my uh, Facebook fan page. I got way too much social media. And I had all of it for comedy when I was doing comedy. Because you got to reach out to the masses. You got to connect with your fans. You got to create fans. And I see a lot of comedians today where, like, that's all they are is, like, a social media presence. They, oh, I got 100,000 followers on Twitter. And I got 96,000 followers on TikTok or whatever. And I'm, like, going... Are you funny? And the answer to that, everybody, is no. They're not. They're not funny. I mean, maybe they're funny on that platform. But I honestly don't think I have ever seen someone who was a social media comedian and then actually saw them in real life and thought they were funny. Essentially, if you are a social media comedian, it means you know how to edit. <laughs> you can edit video. You can splice 20 minutes of shit and pare it down to fucking 30 seconds, and you got yourself high-quality content. And uh, it's all gross. It's gross, everybody. It's gross. So, But definitely go check out Matt Harper uh, Art on TikTok and Instagram and Barefoot Gnome over on Etsy. Commercial! Commercial! I hate it when I listen to these podcasts. I listen to a daily podcast, and the first two minutes of the podcast are commercials and then he'll have two spots in the podcast that he breaks for like another minute to two minutes of commercials so literally out of like a 30 minute podcast anywhere from like six to eight minutes is commercials now more power to that guy because he, he's clearly he's getting paid in some capacity to do to have that on his podcast and uh i am quite envious of it i have zero idea of how to fucking manage to get commercials on your podcast but at the same time as a listener of the podcast it bugs the fuck out of me and i know it's no different than television or anything else but i'm like fuck i don't want to fucking hear this and i and uh i skip it do you guys listen to the commercials on your podcast I mean, if I had a podcast and I played a commercial, would you listen? Probably not. Would I blame you? Absolutely not. I mean, I know I always do my pitches at the end. I mean, they aren't necessarily commercials. It's a pitch for other people's products because I like to support people who support me. But I get a little frustrated with, with fucking commercials. But hey... Hey, it's what uh, keeps keeps the uh, lights on, I suppose, right? Keeps the lights on. Uh, okay. Um, I gave away stuff over on Twitter, too. I gave away a whole bunch of lying shit. Stu, why did you give away a bunch of lying shit? Well, that explains why I didn't podcast, didn't do the freebie on Thursday, because I was at the Buffalo Bills Detroit Lions football game, everybody. And when I was there, I managed to acquire, not on purpose, unintentionally, I acquired a lot of fucking uh, lion swag. I, they gave away free towels. I got some lion koozies. I got uh, a lion's license plate holder and uh, some socks and a program. So I got a lot of lion shit. And I'm like, well... I'm not a Lions hater, but I'm definitely not a Lions fan. And I'm like, this would, this should go better to somebody who would actually appreciate it. So I did a little contest over on Twitter. Stu, don't you fucking know Twitter is the devil? Fuck you. <laughs> Twitter is not the devil. I love Twitter the most out of all the social media platforms. Because uh, I can just block out all the nonsense. I suppose you can do that on all social media platforms. But then that's when people need to realize, um, yeah, just there's awful shit on Twitter. I'm not going to deny it. Just block it out. So I gave stuff away to a winner. So I felt pretty good about that. But when I was on Twitter today, too, 
Someone had this post that said, hey, if you go and eat chicken at Chick-fil-A and you go and shop at Hobby Lobby, uh, you are, uh, what did they say? You are a homophobe and a sexist. I didn't comment on it. Uh, instead, I just blocked the person who posted it. Because here's the deal, everybody. Um, I don't shop at Hobby Lobby. I don't fucking like their politics. They've decided that they needed to become uh, a voice for politics for some reason. Uh, they're a business. They can do whatever they want. But I don't understand why a business is choosing any kind of side, right? Uh, the same goes for Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A chose a weird side. I don't eat a Chick-fil-A. And I'll say this to your goddamn face. Uh, their chicken is okay at best. It's okay. It isn't fucking orgasmic that a lot of people like to get you to believe. It's average. It's fine. And there we go. So uh, I don't like what they do either. So uh, both those places, I'll choose to shop elsewhere. Hobby Lobby, I'll go to Michael's or I'll Joanne Fabrics. For fucking uh, chicken? Fuck, there's so many other different chicken places. I'll go somewhere else for chicken. I'll go to fucking Arby's and get their goddamn buffalo uh, chicken sandwich. Fuck you, Chick-fil-A. But is it simple enough to say that if I eat a chicken at Chick-fil-A that I'm a homophobe? How the fuck does that happen? If I shop at Hobby Lobby, I'm a homophobe? I, I'm just buying a fucking frame for a picture. I don't think I don't know if you can necessarily break it down because if you want to break it down to shit, people are gonna call you like a fascist because you fucking do business and tweet on social media on on Twitter. I don't think it's that fucking simple either. People want to make everything black and white. And I don't think it's necessarily that way. Everybody's got freedom of choice. And my choice is uh I'm not gonna deal with businesses that I don't like. But do I think that people who fucking eat at Chick-fil-A are fucking homophobes? Not necessarily. I think they just like a fucking sandwich. That's all I think, really. But I'm not going to give Chick-fil-A my money. Am I simplifying things? Or am I being naive? I don't think I'm being naive, everybody. I don't. But what do I know? I'm stupid. Long-time listeners go, Stu, you're stupid as fuck. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know, I know, you know the old time joke that deals with my name? You can't spell stupid without stew. You know how many times I've heard that fucking joke? A lot. If you said a lot, you get a gold star. I hear it all the goddamn time. And every time I hear it from somebody, they always think like they were the first person to uh, have ever told me that joke. They're very proud of it. Oh my God. Hey, hey, did you know that you can't spell stupid without Stu? That's your name. That's your fucking name. Okay. <laughs> All right, if you say so. There was something interesting that happened over on Twitter. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, but it did happen. Lamar Jackson, I talk way too much about football, everybody. I apologize. I know I talk way too much about it. I, I've become invested in it, uh, for better or for worse, and uh, it's kind of what I'm, I'm. I'm moderately knowledgeable. Moderately knowledgeable. That's it. Stu, are you a pro? No. Moderately. I'm a mod. Some people like to say mid. I'm a mod. <laughs> if I were to walk into a gay bar, they'd be like, oh my God, that guy's a mod. <laughs> Is that guy a bear? Nope, he's a mod. Oh. <laughs> um, but this happened on Twitter. Lamar Jackson uh, responded to a tweet. and it's, I don't think it happens very often. I think um, people will... <sighs> athletes and celebrities, people of a higher stature should not mingle with the masses. They should not interact with the idiots. They should not interact with the trolls. 
And there was a guy who I'm assuming he's a Ravens fan. I don't know. But he tweeted at uh, Lamar Jackson. And he goes, when someone is asking for 250 mil guaranteed like Lamar Jackson, although it's Lamar Jackson's Twitter handle. And that and that's how it came to Lamar Jackson's uh, awareness. Games like this should not come to Justin Tucker, who is the kicker. Let Lamar walk and spend that money on a well-rounded team. That's just some dude. I don't know who the fuck he is. He's a nobody. I actually went and I looked at his Twitter profile. He's a nobody with no followers. He's just a fucking idiot. Lamar Jackson responded. And Lamar, um, I would have said, don't respond. There's no reason to respond. This guy's a fucking idiot. Dude, no, don't, no. Why, don't, don't be dumb. But Lamar was like, fuck you, Stu, I'm responding. And he wrote, boy, STFU, which stands for shut the fuck up. If you are unaware of uh, internet acronym lingo, <laughs> you all be capping to capping, C-A-P-P-I-N. I'm not really sure what that means. You all be capping too much on this app. M-F, which stands for motherfucker, never smelt, S-M-E-L-T. <laughs> a football field uh, never did shit but eat dick <laughs> two two exclamation points everybody boy STFU you all be capping too much on this app motherfucking never smelt a football field never did shit but eat dick <laughs> that is incredibly funny to me for all the wrong fucking reasons. Oh, my God. Uh, first, it's funny that he responded. Because I know as fuck, this dude probably never thought that Lamar Jackson should re would respond. Personally, I wish that Justin Tucker, the kicker, had responded and essentially said the same thing. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that would have been funny coming from the kicker. Oh, shit, the kicker put me in my place. Oh, damn. Now, when I was reading Lamar Jackson's tweet, and again, let me read it to you one more time here. Boy, STFU, you all be capping too much on this app. MF never smelt a football field, never did shit but eat dick. Now, I also, there were no punctuation through that whole sentence until the end when there was the two exclamation points. Did you feel anything in any kind of way? Uh, maybe you did. I didn't. Other than um, the, he, clearly he was mad and clearly he's just telling this guy to shut the fuck up. Right? And he's just trying to put him in his place. Well, apparently I'm an idiot, is as we all know. And uh, Lamar Jackson is now being uh, shamed for the tweet uh, as an example of him being anti-gay. <laughs> apparently ESPN writer Jameson Hensley described it as anti-gay when he wrote about the back and forth between the Raven star and the fan. Uh... Lamar Jackson did uh, delete the tweet, uh, but not before everyone and their mom fucking uh, screenshot it. ESPN would later use anti-gay to reference Jackson's tweet on First Take. That's one of their television shows. <gasps> Excuse me. With uh, Shannon Sharp and uh, who's that old fucking loser? God, why can I not remember his name? Uh, but let's play the clip here, everybody. Let's play the clip. On a well-rounded team, Lamar replied with a profanity-laced tweet that included an anti-gay phrase and has since been deleted. Now, Ravens coach John Harbaugh will speak to reporters at 2.30 p.m. Eastern today and will likely be asked about Jackson's social media. Sorry, I, I was wrong. Uh, first take is uh, a Stephen Smith, Stephen A. Smith show. It's his fucking old buddy who uh, is on Fox now with Shannon Sharp, and I still can't remember his fucking name. Now, when I'm reading it, I guess I'm just not 
reading it as anti-gay. I, I don't know. When I tell someone to suck a cock, I guess I don't see it as fucking anti-gay. Again, in this day and age, a lot of things are misconstrued or uh, labeled to be something else. And am I just old? Yes. I guess I just didn't read it to be that way. But uh, Lamar Jackson came back at uh, Jamison Hensley, Hensley and he goes, this is defamation of my character because not once have I ever mentioned or disrespect anyone's sexuality, sexual orientation, gender, religion, or race. You're reaching. Now, he did actually use punctuation this time. There were periods and commas. Uh, he did use the wrong version of your y-o-u-r but whatever i'm not i'm not gonna i understand the point i'm not gonna get stuck on fucking grammar and uh i'm gonna have to agree with lamar you know if he had come back at that guy and he was like shut the fuck up y'all be capping too much on this app motherfucker never smelled a football dick never did shit but fuck his mama right if he had said but fuck his mama instead of eat a dick uh, would he been like, oh my God, he's he's besmirching mothers. He's uh he's pro incest. <laughs> no, this is just fuck. I don't want to call it locker room talk, but it's kind of like the numbers or whatever. You just saying shit. I never felt. I don't feel like Lamar Jackson is is a homophobe or anti-gay when he told someone to eat a dick. Like if I told a woman to eat a dick. Uh, am I anti-gay? Like, what? No, it's basically just telling you to fucking shut up. Just, it's weird how people have like nothing better to do than like fucking run with shit. And I feel like ESPN in this particular instance ran with shit. Now people were coming back at the original poster and just basically saying, hey man, um, there's no reason for you to have tagged him in your tweet, right? You can just say Lamar and Justin Tucker or whatever, and everybody will get the point, but it's not necessarily directly going to go to Lamar Jackson. Like, Lamar Jackson's still a dude. He's still a human being, right? He's very talented. He's athletic. He's making a shit ton of money, uh, more than you and I will ever make, more than likely, uh, if you make more money than Lamar Jackson, please get a hold of me. I am looking for a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> uh, but they came back at him and they're like, hey man, you don't have to fucking tweet at him like that, right? And uh, they got a point. They got a point. No one needs to hear from some armchair fucking analyst. No one cares. Shut up. Shut your face. Eat a dick. <laughs> Eat a fucking cockerito. I mean, how many times do I say eat a cockerito on this podcast? Way, way too often. And I am not homophobic in any sense. If I offend anybody in any way, I apologize. Uh, but hopefully you also realize that I'm not saying it in any kind of uh, uh, homophobic way. It's just part of my lingo. Does it suck? Yes. <laughs> Do I need to be better? Absolutely. Will I? No fucking way. <laughs> no fucking way. Um, all right. Uh, where the hell was it? Uh, there's that. There's that. There's that. Uh, no. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. Um, I use this word a bunch of times over the last day or two on the Patreon. If you guys can subscribe to my patreon i would greatly appreciate it stay with the patreon the patreon is a paywall where you pay for something specific so for for me it's clearly it's just more podcasting freebies are mondays and thursdays patreon is pretty much every other day of the week i try my best everybody i i do i try every once in a while i need to take a day off but it's just five bucks a month and you get uh the same shit just more but i talked about gaslighting which is Merriam-Webster's Dictionary 2022 Word of the Year. Holy fuck. 
Lookups of the word on the county's website increased this year by 1,740% compared to 2021. Wow, that's crazy, right? Now, I didn't really, like, I knew everybody was using the word, and I'm like, what? I, I don't really understand what this word means. Like, I kind of get the gist from the context of the use and conversation and, and the written word, but I'm still like, this is very weird. But the term comes from the title of a 1938 play in the movie based on it. The story involves a man attempting to make his wife believe that she is going insane by insisting that the gas lights in their home are not dimming. They are, and that she can't trust her own perceptions. So it's basically, you know, getting you to believe things uh, that are true, aren't true. The top definition for gaslighting on Merriam-Webster is psychological manipulation of a person, usually over an extended period of time, that causes the victim to question the validity of their own thoughts, perception of reality, or memories, and typically leads to confusion, loss of confidence and self-esteem, uncertainty of one's emotional or mental stability, and a dependency on the perpetrator. Jesus Christ, that was a long, rambly sentence there, Merriam-Webster. Can you say run-on? And I use the term because when I was at the Bills game on Thursday, when the Buffalo Bills kicker, Tyler Bass, kicked the winning field goal, I'm looking at it. I'm at the opposite end of the field. So I'm looking at the back of the kicker. So I see him kicking, and I see the ball go up. And to me, it looks like it clearly goes in. It clearly goes through the uprights. And I'm celebrating. And all the other Detroit Lion fans are like, no good, no good. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It went in. And they're like, no, no, it didn't. And I'm like, what? Look at the referees. They're holding their hands up, signifying that it went in. No, no, it didn't. Look at the scoreboard. They gave them the three points. No, didn't go in. I'm like, what? Uh, and I, did, I said to people, are you trying to gaslight me? Like, what the fuck? So I was using it correctly, everybody. I used it correctly. The other top 10 uh, words are uh, oligarch, as in Russia's ruling class, Omicron, the persistent COVID-19 variant, codify, as in creating federal laws guaranteeing the right to abortions, queen consort, King Charles' wife Camilla is now the queen consort, raid, Related to the search of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. Really? You don't know what the fuck raid means? You fucking... Sentient? Lookups increased when a Google engineer claimed an unreleased AI system had developed a human-like consciousness. LGBTQIA? Jesus Christ. I don't know what the I and the A stand for. Apparently it stands for intersex and asexual aromantic or agender. God damn. And the uh, last one is Lomi, a Quirtle answer in August. And I don't know what Quirtle means. What the fuck is Quirtle? A lot of weird words people are looking up, but good old gaslighting. Have you guys ever been gaslighted? I think I'm just, I'm too quick to tell people to go fuck themselves. I'm not really sure that I can be gaslit. I mean, I'm sure I can be. <laughs> I guess I'm just resistant to it and just be like, nope, fuck you, fuck your mom. <laughs> Eat a cack. It's not happening. It's not happening. Not today, Satan. Not today. Speaking of not today, this guy, this asshole, Peyton Gendron. Now that's a name that maybe you recognize. It is not a name that I would have recognized. I should recognize. But sometimes I just take names and I'm like, nope, don't care. Don't care. Fuck this guy. Now we all know what this guy did. Peyton Gendron did. This is the asshole who went to a Tobbs grocery store back in May in Buffalo, New York, and he shot it up. And he killed 10 black people, and it was clearly uh, a hate crime because he skipped over white people. He could have killed white people, and he was like, oh, sorry, go on about your day. Go get some more bologna and white bread. Uh, today he pled guilty uh, 
to one count of domestic act of terrorism motivated by hate, 10 counts of first-degree murder, three counts of second-degree attempted murder as a hate crime, and one count of second-degree criminal possession of a weapon. Uh, he's got a lot of federal charges, some of them carrying the death penalty. At the hearing, uh, civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump said the families are demanding the most harsh sentence Gendron can receive. It was just gut-wrenching, and it made you angry over again to hear how this young white supremacist just so horrendously killed those innocent people. Trump said, joined by victim family members. Uh, Buffalo, uh, Buffalo attorney Terrence Connors, who is representing family members, said his heart bleeds for them every time they meet and speak with each other. Connor said they are aiming for full justice and accountability while they await the outcome of uh, Gendron's federal charges. They want us to hold people accountable, give them answers, and we are going to do that. So, um, it's it's good. I think it's good that he's pleading guilty. Um, because my understanding, I'm not a lawyer, but it's my understanding it was a result of him pleading guilty. He, uh, there, there won't be a trial. Or there won't be all that shit. I think this guy is going to be in, in jail forever, right? He's, he's, he's not getting out. And uh, I think ultimately it's going to get determined whether or not he faces the death penalty with the federal charges. Um, I don't know how I would feel if I was a family member of a, a person who passed away, I think the easy thing to do is to say, um, you put him to death. That's the easy way to do it. I think ultimately, more positive things can come from the fact if he just sits in prison forever. But I don't know. Then do you maybe just get like some crackpot like Charles Manson? Do you do any attempt at trying to rehabilitate this young man, this 19-year-old? And please, please don't feel that I feel any kind of sympathy for him. Please don't feel that I feel like this guy should get out of prison. I don't. It's weird when I, I, I try to think of things from the viewpoint of the perpetrator only in the sense of like, how can we prevent another perpetrator from coming into existence? And sometimes I feel like if you look through the eyes of the perpetrator, it can, it can help us prevent shit from happening again. Am I wrong? Probably. <laughs> but uh, fuck, fuck that guy. I've already forgot his name. What is the name? Peyton? Peyton Gendron. Yeah, the kid's fucked. He's named Peyton. Peyton. Who names their kid Peyton? The Mannings and the Gendrons. That's about it. 19 years old. Fucking Christ. I can't imagine fucking hating people so much at the age of 19. You got to get to at least like age 52 before you want to start murdering motherfuckers. <laughs> right? Of course I'm right. 19. I know his family was all like, yeah, we don't, we don't know what the fuck happened. Um, fuck you. Um, either, you're either uh, two things there. If you're like, oh, I, don't, I didn't even fucking know this was going on. One, uh, you're lying. You knew shit was going down. Or two, you were incredibly fucking negligent. You were just not looking at things. Fucking dudes just don't fucking snap and, and commit mass murder, mass hate crime over a fucking day. So for, for his family member to go, yeah, we don't fucking know, fuck you. Fuck you and fuck your mom. We should throw them in jail too, just because. Maybe that's what we need to do from now on. If there's anybody who is like a mass murderer or does crazy shit like that, their family, their, their immediate family uh, gets thrown in prison too. They, they should know. They should fucking know. Sorry, you're going to prison too. You didn't do fucking shit about shit. Now, eat our cock. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking dummy. All right. 
I'm going to end on this story because I love this fucking story. And I do not know how this story is going to end. I have no idea. But back in 1985, 1985, a long, long time ago, an incident happened in the great state of West Virginia. I think it was West Virginia. Um, a drug dealer crashed his plane. Oh, sorry, it was Kentucky, not West Virginia. I knew it was down there in Appalachia. Uh, this drug dealer crashed his plane in the Kentucky forest. He's dead. His plane's fucked beyond all recognition. But there's a lot of fucking cocaine on board. And uh, before anybody could get to the plane, before anybody could see if they could save the man, before anybody could get there and retrieve all the drugs and get it on the streets of Louisville or Lexington, a black bear came along. <laughs> and the black bear, unbeknownst to it at the time, uh, was going to get a really nasty cocaine habit. Because <laughs> it got into the bag, as bears will do, and it ate all the cocaine. <laughs> right? It's an amazing story of this fucking bear getting high as shit on fucking cocaine. <laughs> now... See, this is where I... Like, the concept is incredibly funny, right? But you can't... You can't believe that the fucking bear is uh, going to act like a human being, right? Like, a human being high on cocaine is... You, you, you just think of fucking Scarface and shit like that. Fucking lunatics, right? It's a goddamn bear, right? You get a fucking bear drunk it doesn't go around and like it doesn't go home and beats its wife <laughs> right it doesn't piss the bed and fucking puke in the morning and tell everyone to be quiet right so it's doing all the fucking cocaine cocaine and i just am like i don't what is it i don't see I don't, that's where i'm like how are you making this a movie now it has someone who directed it, who I'm just like, oh my fucking God. Uh, Elizabeth Banks is directing it. Now, I have given her time and time again to prove me wrong. I want her to succeed. But I just do not like Elizabeth Banks. If you don't know her, or she was involved in Charlie's Angels, Pitch Perfect. I think, I think my first introduction to her was the uh, Kevin Smith movie Zack and Miri make a porno and that movie was it just wasn't it wasn't fucking good it wasn't good she's not good I don't like her I want to like her but I don't I feel bad I hate her <laughs> but she's directing the movie and apparently Ray Liotta who's dead is the star of the movie along with Carrie Russell and a couple other people who I fucking don't know. The movie um, is coming out next year. The movie poster got released today, so you can go find it if you want. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty cool-looking fucking poster. Where the fuck is it? Um, February 24th, Cocaine Bear inspired by true events oh my god cocaine bear cocaine uh it says here in the article it's hard to overstate just how difficult it would be to explain the effects of a bear eating a duffel bag full of cocaine human nature is to anthropomorphize anthro anthropomorphize everything and attribute a human experience with cocaine to a bear, but bears don't possess language or communication skills beyond displays of aggression, hunger, etc. 
so we don't have the words to accurately describe what a bear might be thinking or feeling on coke. <laughs> I just want the bear just to be fucking pace, facing back and forth and just telling you what fucking great ideas it has. Oh my God, it'll be the greatest of all time. So please look for Cocaine Bear when it comes out in February. Hopefully it'll be great. Hopefully Elizabeth Banks doesn't let me down. We'll see. All right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. Thanks for listening to the shit. You didn't have to listen to this shit, but you did listen to this shit. And so I love you for that shit. If you guys can do me a solid, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that'd be great. If you could uh, rate, review, subscribe on the freebie, that'd be great too. If you love it, great. If you don't love it, please don't rate, review, subscribe, or at least don't review. You can, and don't rate, but please subscribe. <laughs> um, if you could check out my Macari store and check out my T Public store, that'd be great. If you can't find the links, let me know, and uh, I will shoot them to you. And then uh, if you could do a couple things for me. There is the, uh, I already did Matt Harper art, so do that. That's uh, TikTok and Instagram, Barefoot Gnome on Etsy. If you can check out the Sunday Slaw, that is Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple who eats a lot of coleslaw, a lot of coleslaw. And they do a lot of other shit. They're very busy people. I don't know how the fuck they do it. But they got that Facebook page for the Sunday Slaw. They do Facebook Live videos of themselves eating it. So go, uh, go check them out if you could, the Sunday Slaw. Check out Magic JBM. That's John Badass Midgley, magician extraordinaire. Go check out his page on Facebook as well, Magic JBM. Check out uh, Bear Boards and Tables. Speaking of cocaine bears, go check out uh, Bear Boards and Tables. Maybe he can make me a cocaine bear. Cocaine! Mark has a little store over on Macari where he sells these wood carvings he has. Keychains, knickknacks, cutting boards, whatever. Uh, he does a lot of states, but he can he can make a lot of different things for you. So go check out his store on Instagram, Bear Boards and Tables. Then you'll find the link to his Macari store, and then you can go buy some from him. That would be great, Bear Boards and Tables. And then uh, last but not least, go check out Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook. It is a, a retro video game store in Holt, Michigan. It's a little suburb area of Lansing. And uh, they sell all sorts of video games. And I know, Stu, I don't live in Lansing. What the fuck? Well, go check out their website, extralevelsgaming.com. And then you can buy some video games from those guys. And that would be very sweet of you to do. You'll be happy. Uh, your kid will be happy. Or someone will be happy. And they'll be happy. Everybody will be happy. Extralevelsgaming.com. And if you guys want to do me a solid, I do have some hats. Winter hats. Black winter hats with elemental podcast embroidered on it they're very nice hats i have some for set uh for sale i got seven left 15 bucks a hat so if you would like an elemental podcast hat promote the podcast give me a little extra cheddar that'd be sweet at uh 15 bucks includes the shipping everybody so if you would like one of those bad boys get a hold of me too uh, I already talked about the Patreon. Do that. And that's it. That was the commercial. The commercial seg segment is over. So uh, I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon. Or I will see you on Thursday for the freebie. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I love you. I will talk to you next time. Have a good day. We'll see you. Bye.